Hey everybody, welcome back to We Are Podcast. This is Camp Slash Horrorcast Season 4, Episode 12, The Black Phone. If this is your first time checking out the podcast network, we appreciate it. Please head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And just a reminder, Camp Slash Horrorcast is a weekly live videocast available on Twitch and YouTube. We go live every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Time at twitch.tv backslash wearepodcastnetwork and youtube.com backslash wearepodcastnetwork. As the Camp Slash Horrorcast is live, I will not be editing the audio for this podcast. So what you saw live is what you get here. Please come watch the stream every Monday at 8 p.m. And if you want to see the previous streams, go check out our Twitch or YouTube channel. And for a full list of future films we'll be watching, please head over to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast. All links can be found in the description. And with that, on to the horror cast. Hey everybody, welcome to Camp Slash Horrorcast, where we talk horror movies from the past every Monday at 8 p.m. Central. I am your head camp counselor, Doc. I'm here with other head camp counselors. We have Joey, Jesus, what the fuck, Johnson? What's what's up, Joey? I actually wrote down that quote, and I said that's my that's my good night prayer. Actually, <laughs> yeah, that was probably one of the best parts of the movie. It fucking uh, fucking killed it. Next, we got Jay. A man never leaves a friend behind. McClintock, Jay, how are you, sir? I am well. Fuck yeah! Welcome to the cast. Next, we got. Alex, even the papers call him the grabber. <laughs> Routon. Alex, how are you, sir? That face is saying, oh. Yes, that's this face right there. It's an audio podcast. You got to say something. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to describe it. I, I have the unpopular opinion this show, so I'm going to I'm oh, gonna okay. save it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, let's wait on it. Next, we got David. You're going to have to stand up for yourself one of these days. Jessup, David, how are you, sir? Uh, you know, I'm great. This movie triggered me when I saw it, and I can't wait to uh, relive my pain and suffering for you guys. They triggered me in some points, too, but not the kidnapping part. So I'm intrigued to see what triggered you. And finally, we have Raph. He was an idiot, but he was my idiot. <laughs> Raph, how are you, sir? You fuck with Finnegan, you fuck with me. Or I fuck with <laughs> you, I fuck that one up. Damn it. It's okay, man. Don't feel like you're a cuntwad, which was the word used <laughs> in this. I never heard when I was a kid. Cuntwad. I was like, that was a good one. Guys, what's the black very phone? 70s. It was yeah. very 70s. Uh, the guys, we watched the black phone release date September 25th, 2021. Uh, actual this year, June 24th, 2022, because they moved it back. It had such a good reception. They were going to release it in January, but they decided to do a summer release. Running time, 103 minute, minutes. Sorry. Budget, 16 to 18 million with a box office of 130 million. Whoa. Damn. It back. It's money. All right, synopsis. After being abducted by a child killer and locked in a soundproof basement, a 13-year-old boy starts receiving calls on a disconnected phone from the killer's previous victims. All right, and we also got Miles, the need to see Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Francis, Miles, how are you, sir? <clears throat> sorry, uh, sorry, I'm late. I just uh, had to answer my old landline that hasn't been connected for decades, but just keeps ringing for some reason. <laughs> you hear it too? Oh. <laughs> All right, let's watch a trailer, at least a bit of a trailer. So let's see what we got going on. There he is, right there, ladies and gentlemen, the Ethan Hawk, the grabber himself. All right. I'll be home in the morning. Where are you going? You're... I'm staying over at Susie's. Yeah. Today. The flyer. The papers 
calm the grabber. Oh no, the flyer. You don't actually believe that story. <laughs> the you? papers calm the flyer. Really the papers were a big deal in the 70s. I mean, even in anybody, the 90s, dude. Anybody shit. else? Anybody else think she was gonna oh, get napped first? You goof. No. Isn't that just oh. No. <laughs> she's too obnoxious. She's way too obnoxious. He'd be like, nah, I'm She's the best character in the movie, sir. Who's she obnoxious? Was. She was. She's, she's, she's good. She's she's good obnoxious, but she's obnoxious. Are those that? Would you like to see a magic trick? Nah, nigga. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I have an announcement to make. One of our students, Finney Blake, was abducted. This wasn't in the movie. What if I could help the police find Finney? No, that wasn't in the movie. There was also, I love that she prayed in front of like a, a wooden Jesus fish. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's called an egg fish. Not since I was a kid. Blumhouse knows how to cut a trailer, I'll tell you this what. Face. I had a dream about it. They don't know how to cut a fucking film. He was taken. By man. Ooh, wow. We never released those details. Alright, that's enough of the trailer. Alright, thank it's you. two and a half minutes long, so we'll keep going with that. Guys, let's talk our history first. Me and Miles, we get to go first because we saw this bitch early. That's right, we got early screening tickets. We saw it, what, two days early, Miles? Is that right? Something like that. But yeah, the weird part was we were at like North Park Mall, which is like the, like, wealthiest of malls and this was the most ghetto theater experience you've had in <laughs> it was we got, but, we got nachos and like after ducky order them they're like sorry we don't have any cheese so it's i like, was like do you like nachos miles without I just cheese paid he's like ten dollars for yeah. chips dude yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> and then we almost didn't get into the movie uh, they overbooked it with free tickets, but the press didn't show up, so we got to be the press that <laughs> they, night. They so. papered the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only people actually showed, so it's like the opposite of comedy. <laughs> it, it was crazy packed. It was fun. And plus, Moz offered me acid before we went. <laughs> I didn't take fun. it. But as we watched the movies, I thought Miles had taken it, so I kept worrying about him. <laughs> because there was it? some intense stuff. I didn't want to go alone, man. I thought it had been a fun like bonding experience for me and Ducky, but he wasn't cool about it. Nah, so. I was like, no, thank you. No, thank you. I, I didn't want to bond, back didn't want to bond with that like rickety-ass seat I was in. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and then the, the opening part where it does like all the, the credits and stuff like that, and it's really intense and like sounds and like visually, and I'm like, Miles has got to be freaking out. Miles <laughs> Miles has got to be freaking out. And I'm like, are you okay at the end of it? And he's like, dude, I didn't take the acid. I was like, oh, okay. That's <laughs> Whatever. All right. Did anyone else see it in theaters? Anyone else see it in Peacock when it came out? You saw it in theaters, David? What'd you I, think? I, I saw it on Sunday uh, of opening weekend. And uh, yeah, it was really fun, man. It was fun reliving uh, horrific experiences in my past. Jesus uh, Were you? Did you identify more with the child or the grabber character? I uh, <laughs> identified as the little girl. Hmm. Really? Explain. Yes. Well, because my um my friend was uh he disappeared and then was later found murdered. Oh and, shit. Uh, the whole uh well it's why I do creepy dolls. Um, but the whole thing, the thing of her praying, um asking for you know help basically is what I did for two weeks until we found his body. Oh my and god! I was, I was, and right. dude, it just hit me so fucking hard. Like I had, I had thought I had dealt with all that shit, and then when that, when that happened, and his, his murder is still unsolved, even though we, we never did it. Um, 
but she lawyered up anyway. So that, that really, that really hit me hard. And then the other scene that really hit me hard was uh, the father abusing uh, the daughter. Yeah. Um, I didn't get abused like that, but my stepbrother did. My stepbrother got the brunt of my father's wrath. And oh I saw God. that I saw that a lot as a kid. So yeah, this movie fucked me up, man. But I like And it. then I, I made you watch it again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Good old times. You I, mean, I, had some, I had some issues with the uh some of the editing and pacing, but overall mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Anyone else got history with the movie? I went and saw it in theaters. Uh in terms of in terms of trauma, I don't have anything that deep. I did play college baseball in the opening scene. He has the kid down 0-2 strikes and then throws a fastball right up the middle. I mean, Fanny, Finney, whatever, he's a liability to his fucking team. All right? <laughs> <laughs> they're, better, they're better off. That's where you throw a junk ball. That's a curveball out of the zone pitch right there. I mean, his arm may be mint, but his decision making is terrible. So. <laughs> Anyone else see it? Theaters or Peacock when it came out? I saw it in theaters. I saw it the Thursday opening weekend. So, yeah, I uh, saw it. I, I think I told you guys about this. Uh, I actually got left to the zoo when I was six years old. Oh, and yeah. uh, I could have been a statistic, uh, but luckily I wasn't. And here I am today. But I actually I actually did not get triggered too much by that. Um, by that correlation i didn't even think about it really until uh, a couple weeks ago it's so weird i thought about it while watching it i was like jay's story about being left at the zoo i was like that and like in the 90s let's face it like i, I know before that 80s. It was happening 80s not yeah you're right more in the 80s it was about there was a lot about children being kidnapped and i remember in the 90s and now we just worry about children shoot, shooting up their schools so it's fucking weird now. Anyhow, we could use more kidnapping. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it yeah. back. Yeah, bring it back. Definitely. <laughs> the grabber would be like a hero. <laughs> it's just, the new it's more Marvel difficult superhero. now because of uh, of technology. It's a lot more difficult. I'm in a I'm in a serial killer support group, and everyone laments uh, about technology, how it's ruined it, and we always talk about the glory days of the seventies. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. Uh- <laughs> Enjoying this episode? Go check out Geekster, a dating and friends app for geeks that focuses on common interests as a way to make meaningful connections. Download today on the App Store or click the link in the description to find out more. Geekster, this is what happens when nerds collide. Geekster, available on iOS and Android. Well, guys, let's get into conversation about the movie. Uh, yeah, is the little girl obnoxious or is she a bad actress or is she a great actress? That's where I want to begin because I think she's really good sometimes. And then sometimes the line delivery is way fucking off. And I, it really, Miles, you said that she, you think she's the best actress in this movie. Or I said she's the best character in this movie. I didn't okay. notice any like uh offensively bad line reads though if i'm being honest i mean i I wasn't on acid so i might not have been in the right mindset to critique a film but uh yeah i I thought i would agree with miles that she was i do think some of the dialogue writing was just off like some of the writing was super weird um i will say though i did write other other than the obvious like the obvious slurs i wrote down the best name calling that was thrown out there. We already said cunt wad. You had fart knockers. You had noid. You had dick weed. You had cock sucking cowards and ugly ass face. And this and is where I all delivered by her. Like all of those lines were her um, lines. noid. Noid and dick weed were the bullies, but cock sucking coward. Um, I think and ugly fart ass knocker. Face, fart knocker. Yeah, that was all her. Mm-hmm. 
And don't forget uh, the the writer of this movie, or well, at least the book, uh, is the son of Stephen King. So I I know he oh, takes shit. his books to Stephen King and goes, "Can you edit it?" And Stephen King loves using those interesting curse words, so I'm sure that was his introduction. Especially yeah. kids using those curse words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His his I've dad was like, this, you know, uh... this this needs this needs a bunch of kids like jerking each other off. I, as I say, if King wrote it, there'd be an orgy in that fucking yeah. basement for sure. <laughs> <laughs> those kids would have fucked. Yeah, ghost yeah. orgy like thirty minutes of the film. That's yeah. a different body that... boy. <laughs> you have to wait for the uh, European release for that. <laughs> oh my god, VHS naughties. Uh nasties, I guess it is. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's I I think she's really good. I love the idea of the children having these supernatural powers. I thought that was really cool. And the way they played with that and that scene with Raph, that was really, really good. Because I'm telling you, dude, that guy. I, who is he? he's also in Hannibal begin rising he's also in a bunch of other stuff he's an amazing character actor but like this acting is so good in this movie the father because he is drunk but he is a functioning alcoholic you know what I mean and so every time he's talking he's drunk but he's just on the edge of keeping his words from slurring and I thought that was amazing acting but when he has that scene where he talks about the mother being able to see things in her dreams and eventually they led to terrible things i thought that was very powerful but to see that both of the children got that power in some way or form you know it's what saves them they work as a team to save each other you know i thought that was pretty cool um i do think it's weird that his character takes a complete 180 and how he grieves because he's like a because of the wife like situation you find out he's grieving her suicide and he's this violent drunk but as soon as his kid gets kidnapped suddenly he's this empathetic great father i guess because maybe it's happening in that moment but i didn't really like the whole 180 of the character just immediately because here's the thing it's like like any good horror movie i really like endings that don't end happy right in a horror movie or some kind of like where it ends like you think it's going to be good and it's not and it's kind of funny like yeah the kid's rescued but he still has to go back to like an abusive drunk dad yeah like nothing changed. I, i think with a functioning alcoholic uh, situation that's kind of the norm uh i've got plenty of friends that are that, that are part of like al-anon and whatnot and it's very normal at least what they tell me uh is you know you deal with a abusive alcoholic parent and then the next day it's like disneyland like uh all of a sudden they're a completely different person that, i thought that actually gave it a little bit more gravitas because that that does happen a lot because i mean he's 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 a single dad with two kids and you know he definitely needs something to kind of take his edge off in his mind and so like yeah the, the, that abuse that abuse part was that, that was rough because i mean I, I you know child of the 80s a lot of us got the whip uh <laughs> so we we know what it's like but but then you see like afterwards they they almost have to give you love to some extent to kind of wash away their and that's also you see the fear of the children they're very afraid of the father like in that opening scene where they're afraid to make noise he's like could you slurp any louder or whatever he says drops the bread box or whatever yeah i'm sorry but i agreed with him with that one (laughs) (laughs) cereal like that oh what's what's interesting is watching that the abuse scene it was it was awful but like to to people like our parents they would watch that and be like and what's the problem? Yeah, like that was just that's how you. He doesn't hold his belt with kids. the right the right figure. You exactly. That's how, just, that's, that's how you that's how you raise up. kids back then. But now we look at it and we're like, "Fuck, call the police." Uh, who else wanted him to yeah. get some kind of like uh, comeuppance though? 
I, I feel like he kind of got off scot-free. I like mean, he, there should have been something that happened to him because his, that was such a brutal scene. His kids well, already to- see ghosts. That's fucking brutal enough. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, the and yeah, he did have a wife. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say back to her acting, though. I mean, her crying in that fucking scene was that felt very, very real. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the yeah. stuttering and the, the kind of like almost hiccup cry type thing. Like, mm-hmm. she that. I mean, that was definitely believable. Dude, actually, I, he was crying at the end. I, I still wanted to go back to that, Doug. Where did you want to point out that she wasn't a good actress? Oh, like no, no, that? no. I said she go, she runs the gamut from being oh. really good to like some of her line delivery is just terrible. It's very like, okay. So like... where where are those points? Because like everything we've talked about so far, like Joey just pointed out, dude, that crying like that felt like oh no, I was totally like on board. <laughs> I I totally think that she can be great. I think it's a lot like Harry Potter, the first couple movies where the kids just delivered certain lines really weird and very flat. And so I couldn't mm-hmm. spe- specify certain lines that she did it, but like there were lines. Whereas Finney, the, the character, uh, he is pretty consistent across the board. Like you feel like his pain. Go ahead, Raph. What did you think? You he has it? probably some of the worst lines at the end. Mm-hmm. I, they weren't consistent either. And his crying was the worst thing. Like, yeah, you're right. His crying was pretty bad. I was like, bro, yeah. you need to take a lesson from that girl because she did pretty <laughs> damn good. Yeah. I, I have a I have a theory about about her acting in the beginning. Uh, I thought it was pretty horrible, but what I really realized is that she's playing that character who's got such bravado and charisma, it's but it's it's masking trauma that she's yeah. terrified to go home to. And when I see that. It makes me go, oh, now that's why she's always acting so 10 feet tall and bulletproof. She's totally It's very funny a manager of a comedy club would notice that. (laughs) (laughs) You you see a lot of that. see a lot of what? Me me and my first five years. A lot of people masking trauma with the 10 feet tall attitude. Jay sees a lot of that. I I, I do that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's therapy. It's therapy. I mean, but you see, this is her therapy. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, she's not a terrible actress. She's a scared. She's a scared young child. Yep. She's and trying to put on this this mask of being a badass. When in reality, so, she's terrified of going home. So my question is, the four kids have been kidnapped so far within the, the area, pretty close area. Uh, it seems like maybe within the same school district, if not just maybe two neighboring ones. Yet they're still letting their children walk to school day in and day out without chaperones. They haven't mm-hmm. formed some kind of like that part. I didn't understand. I was like, these kids are still running free. Maybe it was just back in the day. That's what happened. But like um, they're pretty good, cavalier point, with their bike riding. Yeah. Like the one kid riding behind like the warehouse district by himself. Like, yeah, he's a fighter and all. But like, come on. Yeah, you're right, Duck, because when they. um was it back in the Atlanta child murders when that was going on? Like they had really strict ways of kids uh, moving around. They didn't let the kids go out by themselves and everything. So that's a good point. Yeah, that that part didn't make much sense to me. But I was like, okay, I get it. It's a movie, and we got to move on. But um, I mean, it it's it, it the movie gets going pretty quick, and once they get Finney into the basement that's when things really kind of step back and like everything becomes, every detail becomes important. And that's what this movie is about is every detail stacks upon each other. And he was the one with the supernatural power to be able to hear the phone ringing. Evidently it had been ringing for a while, you know, and I love, I love the fact that the grabber says, um, 
you know, I, I thought I heard the phone ringing once. Scariest thing. I picked it up. Static electricity must have made it happen. I thought that it was great that there's an excuse for it, you know. And my question is, did he go through the same trauma when he was a child? Because he said the same thing about being in the basement. So it made me wonder if he was abused as a child. And that's why he grew up to be an abuser. I didn't so know I think, total sense. So I think he was, his father also knew he had ESP, threw him down there. And then he was freaking out, grew up crooked or messed up. And then that's why he started doing this to the kids, trying to get an answer. I don't know what kind of answer he was trying to get, but yeah, he could hear the phone too. I believe Ethan Hawke also had the ESP. Or, or his could be just the trauma and he's hearing it. And doesn't have the ESP. You know what I mean, though? Like, it's more like just, CTE. It could, it could just be his brain playing the tricks on him. Meanwhile, the actual Finney or whatever actually had the ESP. Mm-hmm. So I maybe mean, they didn't have that in common because he can't hear anything when he answers that phone. That's what I was trying gonna... No, no, he can hear static, though. So that's still uh, the line there. It's disconnected. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was kind of curious to that if he'd been abused also and that he became an abuser. But then again, his brother seems to be doing fine with his coke addict. Not uh, fine at all. Not, not fine at all. <laughs> that was awesome. All right. Whenever the cops show should just off. cast Charlie Day uh, in that role, though. Yeah, that was, yeah. yeah, yeah it was a per- that would have been awesome. perfect casting. Um, but, you know, whenever the cops show up and they're like, you better clean up in here. And then they leave. And then when he looks down at the coke and he's like, shit. And then he does a line. Me and Miles are both like, yeah. Hilarious. Get that coke. <laughs> We would have all done that line. Way to clean up, dude. Uh, Very nicely done. Just like a Hoover. Um, (laughs) So, the the go ahead, David. Uh, So, I have a question, and I don't know the answer to this. Maybe you guys can help me out. One of the things that I got confused about was when Finney uh, broke the window. Remember, he pulled it out. Why didn't he? There was no resolution to that, and Ethan Hawke's character never, you know, never noticed it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because so. Well, the sound soundproof that, but also, okay, yeah, can we say that? Can we just say that ropes don't work like that? It was yeah. a cable. You though. can't just you can't just feed a fucking <laughs> robot and then it goes back around. Just fall right back down. That was, like it was a seventies cable. Seventies cable. <laughs> it was a cable. It they was were six. stronger back then and more racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of, there's a serious lack of racial slurs in black film. Wait, what? <laughs> What a what a profound for, for, for me in the seventies. Yeah, no, for me in the seventies, kids were way more racist in the seventies. Oh my god! When they said "fag," weren't you happy with "fag"? Yeah. You got one of those. We're not racist. Oh, oh, oh. Mark that. Mark that. Yeah, dude. Wait, what, what race is that discriminating against? Actually, yeah, yeah, kid. Which race does that affect? Yeah. He did oh. call that kid a beaner, and then yeah, he was exactly. okay. First of all, have any of y'all ever seen the Bad News Bears, the original? Yes, yes. I did. Yes. So, okay, so you know what I'm talking about. Yep. <laughs> Same time period. It's weird because if you look at the credits, uh, Quentin Tarantino did get a co-writing credit for Bad News Bears. <laughs> <laughs> at 11 years old. <laughs> the, only, the only thing is he wasn't going to call it Black Phone. <laughs> Joey for the win. Nice. So the great, let's go back to that. David said, "What happened to the great? The great actually was down in the hole, and it's what breaks uh, the right. grabber's leg." So oh, I don't great. know if you saw it down in the hole. That's what I'm mobilizing. My second question is, why didn't he grab the carpets and try to shimmy up them? Because obviously that would work. He does yeah. say that he tried that. Uh, oh, okay. At one point, he said we that just didn't see it. 
Yeah. Why he didn't he break you. the bottle and use it as a shank? That would have been my first. Oh yeah. I thought that yeah. yeah. Seriously. So that he has the whole. He has the pen the whole time. He could have just ended him when he was sleeping when on he was the sleeping, chair. Yeah. Bro, just shank, 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 jailhouse style. Then. <laughs> um, I mean, he eventually gets them, so it all works. Well, the, the thing is, you know, a lot of times, Roth, there's a thing called uh, uh, what's it called, Stockholm syndrome, where the uh, cap the, the captives will not want to do harm toward their captors, and so that a lot that could be a psychological aspect too, where he just doesn't want to engage, them, doesn't want to hurt them. I don't know if that happens overnight. I know it happens, you know, when they're taking care of you and you you have to look at them for protection at that point. But well, he, he wasn't giving even... eggs. <laughs> <laughs> eggs and Sprite. Yeah. 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 Eggs and Sprite. Yeah. But, but how, how, how great was that scene, though, with what's his face sleeping and him trying to get out? That was so tense. Yeah. That was yeah, it was pretty good. Dude, Ethan Hawke was like level mm. 11 on creepy factor. Like he was Yeah, good. I love he Ethan Hawke really in this good. movie. I love him in most things he does too. I think he, I he was really that. the best part of this movie. I, I mean, he's the best part of this movie, but really when you think about that acting, it's just Michael Jackson in a guy fox mask. <laughs> That's exactly right, Joe. I was about to say it. God damn it, yeah. you got there first. It is so Michael Jackson-ish. If that's even a word, uh, it, it, yeah. it's it just rings of him whenever he first meets him. He's got that white face on and he's just very flamboyant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's not Creepy. overly done. He's he not grabs like, his crotch <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't do any of that. But it is very Michael Jackson, Jackson like. And it's it's crazy. And then the idea that Michael Jackson took care of so many children and took them with balloons to his, you know, his whatever never neverland or whatever the fuck it was called and it's it's kind of creepy and i kept wondering that because there was small hints of flamboyancy within his his character and the mask as he changes the mask and the way they look and they're rearranged they're different attitudes of the demon that has possessed him basically that's making him do this thing you know what i mean so when he first takes it on the basement has that blank mask or it doesn't have a mouth at all And then Mm -hmm. it has the smiling mask after that, where he's in a good mood about stuff. Then his brother shows up, and afterwards, it's always the the sad mask. Yeah, Yeah. and Tom Savini is actually the one who made the mask. The so Four Master Tom Savini. Tom Savini. Okay. Sorry, Joey. What were you going to say? I was going to say, can we just say this whole movie though is anti-magician propaganda? (laughs) (laughs) David David knows Confetti Eddie, great guy. One of my best friends, Richie's a magician. Like I would have believed this way more if the guy was a clean comedian. Yeah, cruise ship comic. Oh, our our Christian comic. Yeah, Christian. Oh my god. Um. So uh, speaking of Michael Jackson, this is going to come across really bad, um, shocking coming from me. But were any of you kind of disappointed that they didn't explore the like the the raping, the fact that. Did, don't you think that this guy was raping these kids? Yes, he 100% was. And they, and they don't really mention it. No, and no, I, no, I they think... do. Because there's a, a subtle line where he goes, I'll never do anything you wouldn't like. Oh, yeah. So That's he's right. hinting to the fact that he's going to. I guess I just needed things. more, you know. Yeah, and like no, no, the no. Shirt off, the shirt off, the belt off, kind of a thing, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, the like term hold, but naughty boy. Yeah, the, the, the naughty boy, definitely. Yeah, yeah, like you're a naughty boy. Yeah. Hundred yeah. so, percent. Okay. Not, okay. not racist enough. Now. Not yeah. racist enough. <laughs> so we, 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 
Two strikes, Blackbone. <laughs> not strikes. not enough blood. Not enough gore. Not enough gore. Is that what you're gonna say, Raph? Not enough yeah, gore. In not this? enough gore. I think it's more of a thriller than a horror movie, but it's definitely got. Raph really likes to see the insides of his dead children. Yeah. In the film. That's, I think that's really God, Jesus that's Christ. I think you cut out the cursing. This could be PG-13. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. you're right. So. Where you can see another aspect Stephen King had uh, something to do with was when the hero, which you think is going to be the brother, comes down and then gets a fucking axe on the head. Oh, yeah. That was, that right, was never mind. Uh, you probably was couldn't that, uh, be 13 it. I, I, no. I never thought that guy was going to be a hero. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he was going to crack the case, though. He did. He did crack the case. Well, he, anyone... well, the thing is... He played the cop in Insidious, so yeah, he, it it would be even more on the nose if he cracked the case again. Yeah, even though I this love... movie is so much, pretty much a side story to Insidious, yeah, uh, which was when... great. I loved Insidious. That was a good. good one. I love that when he found the kid, he was more interested in telling him a story than he was <laughs> yeah. walk, like walking him up the stairs. He's like, uh, hey, you want to know how I found you? <laughs> they have big like that guy if it was modern day film he's one of the stop the steal kind of guys like yeah. trying to figure out how the For election sure. was stolen doing a yep. bunch of lines looking at his board <laughs> with the connecting it he, he comes downstairs he's like hey kid you ever hear of Dominion voting system <laughs> <laughs> that's where what our was... votes went all our votes yeah. are in this basement <laughs> I'm sure you've heard of Venezuela did you know that their dead dictator um, was, was anybody else can did anyone else catch the Silence of the Lambs twist ending or, yeah, where they were in the different house? I, that kind of confused me. Um, I hated that. All right. They overly ADR'd it to explain it to the audience because on my yeah. second watching, yeah. it, I don't know if they had this in the theatrical version, but the cops literally say in the version I watched today, this is where he's hiding the bodies. Oh, he had a separate house. And I think yeah. they added that. I don't think that was in the theater. No, that was, that was in the theater. Was it? Okay. Yeah. I was so, kind of oh, confused, how's man. This guy, how's this guy able to pay two sets of rent <laughs> on a park? Yeah, yeah. And, and magic is booming. Well, he inherited this house. <laughs> this house was inherited uh, because he says he yeah. was, you know, put in the basement or or at least saw the no, basement right. when he was a child. Right. Everything goes so, yeah. Dude, yeah. but if also, I'm a detective on this case and I notice, like, the first thing I'm going to see is, okay, guy owns two houses but chooses to just let his brother live in his, like, that dude would be across the street all day. Oh, yeah. and also has a black van. Yeah, yeah. Black out window. So many problems with this movie when it comes from like the mystery solving perspective. Go for it, Alex. There, your problems? there are so many points where the cops could have. I mean, like by the second kid, they probably would have found this guy. He's a guy that drives around in a black van, wears a top hat, and he carries black balloons with him. And for some yeah. reason, black the, the cops knew about the black balloons part. I mean, yeah, you're right. it would not be hard to put together that this creepy guy that lives alone. You're definitely like drive- the worst. You're the worst cops ever when you're resorting to a little girl <laughs> with ESP. It was like a fucking South Park episode. <laughs> it was that 80s. It was. Also, the Stephen King was the second house that could have totally been like left out, and it would not have mattered how he disposed of the bodies. I mean, he could have been leaving them in ditches on the side of the street for all we fucking care. I mean, the fact is that he was getting away with killing children. That ending didn't change anything. It wasn't much of a twist. They even tried to do like the fake out where like there's nothing here. Oh wait, yeah, 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 yeah that's that's that that was a Silence of the Lambs thing. So they, they kind of wanted to house. do an homage to Gacy, is what it was with Bill. Oh, uh, for sure. The children under the house, because mm-hmm. that's what Gacy sure. did. 
And uh, also with him escaping at least once, that is a Dahmer situation because Dahmer had a kid escape, actually went to the police. And then he said he was like his babysitter or something and got him back. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking insane. Um, and, and that scene where he's outside to when he's like, I'll gut you like a pig. And then, oh, my God, it's so you with like, your intestines. Like you believe yeah, that like, this is, that's yeah. what he will do right now. Like it, and and that's what Ethan Hawke is just killer in this movie. And I know horror movies don't usually get Oscar nods. I, I'm curious to though if he will get one in a in a year that's so you know I'll, I'll put I'll put fifty down that he won't. Okay, yeah, he yeah. won't. That's lame. That's lame. He's due for <laughs> one. He's due for one because he's been working his ass off for years and he's taking on interesting if roles. If he didn't get a single Oscar nomination for the book four trilogy, which is three of like the greatest movies that Linklater ever made, I don't know if he's going to get it for Black. Or Training Day. He was great in Training Day. Training Day was amazing. He, he was good. Denzel owned Denzel was good. Oh, yeah. It was, it was hard to, hard to uh, go up against Denzel. I'm curious, though. He's 51. He said he's on the last legs of his acting. You know, I'm curious if he goes for that role, though, that would put him in an Oscar territory because he's in hell. Mm-hmm. He's done it, man. He was in Boyhood. I mean, Linklater, Boyhood, dude, boyhood and, and before, like, if you if you look up before Sunrise, Sunset, and oh yeah, those uh, were with Julie yeah, Delpy. Yeah, all three of those movies are in the mid to high nineties on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, they're amazing. Not a, not, not a loser in the bunch. They're fucking mm-hmm. phenomenal. And he did yep. it three times, and they're like, no, nope, not doing it. Yeah. I feel like when guys yeah. without Oscars start saying they're on their last legs, that's kind of like the. Uh, that's a hint to the industry. Yeah. Hey guys, you know, it's come like, on, yo, guys. I'm not stop yeah. when I get it. Like, start casting. Yeah. 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 Dude, honestly, I almost see Ethan Hawk as like the type that would just keep cha- like he might change his type of role that he takes, but I think he's like gonna die filming a role at some point just because he's that type that he's he I don't see him as the type that's just like gonna go disappear on an island or something. He's like a passionate, like artistic actor exactly. who's always pursuing things. Yeah. He's got a pretty damn good career. Pretty damn good mm-hmm. career. Well, we haven't talked about the black phone itself, the the twist, the ringing of the phone, and the oh, rap is fucking eyes just rolled out of his oh, head. Jesus Christ! What was your I issue fuck, with the phone? I fucking hated it, bro. When he became the sixth sense, I was so annoyed. I was like, "Fuck no!" And then there were different kids calling, and I'm like, "Why can't y'all just talk to him in the dream? Like, you know, why the fuck does the phone have to ring?" Just because he doesn't have that phone? power. He has the power to hear the phone. Yeah. How? Okay. Explain to me how this uh, astral world phone works. It's I, just, I, and then you just a Bill. conduit. He doesn't need the phone, but he doesn't. He sees his sister getting bullied for her dreams. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So he shut off the power and he's okay. got the power. So the phone is just a conduit. It's just a, a vessel in which he uses to connect to his psychic powers. But then if you put sand in the phone, it doesn't work anymore. It still worked. He still was, I mean, literally his buddy Robin, when he's teaching him how to smack with the phone, like he's like front, back, step back, go forward. No, but snap. he had him put the sand But the phone still does work because the grabber hears it whenever he goes, the, it's oh, for okay, you. Right. And then he pulls yeah. it to the grabber. It's but, just a conduit. But they also he told is. him it's the final phone call. Like they, yeah, that's what they, I made, sure, they made sure to put that in just in case. Yeah, yeah, well, they also ran out of dead kids to talk to. Him, so <laughs> I to love the fact that they don't know their names. I thought that was really cool. The way yeah, they're like, yeah, drifting, that was, that they're, was they're cool fading, little lore building. Fading yeah. away. He's like, yeah. he's I remember like, everything else name. about Finney, like the most forgettable kid, which I thought. <laughs> yeah, I had a problem with but, that though. 
But they did save the coolest kid for the last though. Yeah, Robin. With, with Robin. Robin, yeah, he was badass. Yeah, and I love his. No, no, that. not him. The the rebellious kid, the the one that fucked that kid up on the it, it, with the, on the pinball. pinball. Oh, that yeah. was the fourth kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was oh, okay. Well, I, he, he was looked like a, he, pinball dance. He, he I looked like, like a, a new character in Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did like how he like had like acted out like right beside the bed in the basement, and then when they cut back, you see all the actions he weren't doing weren't actually random, but it was like him like for instance like kicking the door in, and we just saw him kicking, and we're like, what the hell is happening? But then when it goes back, you're like, oh, I thought that scene was really cool, and mm-hmm. I love the fact that it's all missing pieces of the puzzle. Everything that the the kids before him set up like dominoes, mm-hmm. he was able to knock down finally, mm-hmm. and he was given more time too because his brother shows up and and you know when he comes downstairs and he's like things are just not going the way i want them to you know and he's like really <laughs> having a moment where he's expressing like it's complicated i think he says it's complicated you know and like so usually he has all this time to do terrible things to the children that's horrible to say and with this one he doesn't he has to really you know t- pick his moments you know but it's still creepy we also talk about like just the nod to how good of a movie Texas Chainsaw Massacre is that when Robin calls him, he goes, remember what I told you? And all this kid can think about is he's going to die without seeing Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's like, I still need to see this movie. So, Alex, you didn't like the phone stuff either? Well, so I didn't actually have a problem with like the black phone itself. I more had a problem with how it was used in the end. Um, I, I just don't find it believable uh, like okay everything leading up to him snapping his ankle fine i don't find it believable that this kid whooped this grown man's ass with a phone and broke his neck with the cord like you i just obviously have never had a phone from the 70s bro <laughs> i guess titanium. so well you know you know what's interesting is the actor the kid is from dallas they had to show him how to use a rotary phone like That's he didn't right. know he was like fucking zoomers do don't do get it this? man i know I was like what is this thing yeah, it was yeah. hilarious. You know, it's it's fun because I grew up in my grandparents' house and my house, we had rotary phones. And I just remember thinking, why would they put 911 as the emergency number? It I takes know, it takes for forever. Nine to click, you know what I mean? Yeah. It takes forever. I was thinking that, like, let's say they put this in modern times, but it was still the old phone in there. Just how funny it would be the ghost kids or millennials and just give up because they don't know how to contact the kid. They're like, oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know how to use this shit. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't Instagram this. So I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. How many well, followers uh, will my rescue get? <laughs> well, Raph, do you have a list? Oh, bro, I I do. Right, I fucking. Got? I just hated this movie so much. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Me too, man. Me too. Bro, I, I had so many problems with him. Uh, with digging and then getting rid of the dirt, like he was El Chapo. I'm all right, he did. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get his shirt dirty at all. He never got dirty. Oh. That's, that's yeah. I'm thinking. From somebody who digs holes all the time, I'll tell you that was fake. He he would have obviously been dirty, and him not having any calories would have made himself faint. So then yeah. Ethan Hawke would have walked in on him in the hole, and then um. Yeah, it was just so retarded. So let me go down this list. I hated this movie 40 minutes in. Uh, I felt like <laughs> yeah. Ethan Hawke, I felt like Ethan Hawke's character was a gay cuckold for or a child molester cuckold because he wanted Michael the Jackson. kid to come up there when he was with shirtless and he was ready to beat him. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, this movie's about to get nasty. But he didn't. Um, 
not enough <laughs> or not any gore other than the black and white movie they were watching. The Tingler. Uh, the Tingler. Yeah. I yeah. Looked it up. I and then it. the axe in the head. That's pretty gory. So my favorite part would be when the girl hits the kid with the rock. I really thought that kid was going to die. Yeah, yeah the blood was squirting to... out of his head. Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah, that was gory. You know what the problem is, Ralph? Uh... We just got done watching that movie last yeah, week. Exactly. Or the two yeah. weeks ago. Where yeah, it was the sadness. Uh, sweet Jesus. See, the thing is, right. sad. That's Thanks, Joey. Thanks, These Joey. kids could kick ass, dude. There were roundhouse kicks, suplexes, rocks to the head, and you can't take dude. on a fucking a magician. <laughs> Somebody was kick. The weakest and, of entertainers. Yes. And like way too many allies. There's way too many allies in this movie. Like the kid who just fucking scored on him with that massive runs like, your arm is fire. We're gonna be besties. Nope, I'm gonna die. I'm dead. But but then the, the real evil boys are just like God, they look like they came out of a Christmas story. Like oh I got that just, vibe too, Jay. I totally got the yeah. Christmas story vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if you look back on bullies, though, you did have bullies like Moose, who were the big guys who needed to be taken down by the little guy. But most oh, yeah. bullies were never the big guys. Most bullies were just random, you know? Like my biggest bully was like one third my gotta, size. Gotta disagree. Uh, <laughs> our bullies in Plano uh, were the football team. I know this because I was on the football team. <laughs> you were a bully. Ah, no, I was. I was more like bully adjacent. Yeah, I was a man adjacent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember, that sounds like uh, a great podcast. Bully adjacent. Bully adjacent. <laughs> All right, Raph. What else you got? Oh, oh yeah. So, um, I I really did think it was bad writing when the ghost was saying he hasn't slept, but he's passed out. You can get by him. I'm like, bro, then that means he's asleep. Don't be lying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really did like the little girl's acting. I thought it was great. Uh, my favorite was when she's like, Jesus, what the fuck? After she's yeah. been asking. Um, and then another scene I had a problem with was a pinball guy carving that guy up and then just going to go back and play his pinball game. Okay, that didn't really happen. That was a dream segment, and it was well, to give yeah, away yeah. the number of the house. So it was repeating the number of the house. I was so he probably dream. Okay. Yeah, I was, so I was like, is it flashback? He probably okay. didn't really carve up that kid would be would be what happened there. So like I said, it was just supposed to reiterate the number of the house. Mm-hmm. To her. And then the final thing would be, I hated the stupid ass Home Alone ending. I just hated it. I wrote down ending. Home Alone ending too. Boom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> I, I did. Say, think... I love Home Alone. I don't see the problem here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the greatest films I've ever made. Uh, Pretty much, Chris Columbus classic. Um, yeah, no, I thought the movie was good. Does anyone have anything else they want to bring up about it specifically? Things that bothered just, them, things that. Um, I, I grew. I grew up in that time period. That was when I was a, a kid, and they fucking nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you notice my I, uh... favorite thing on the phone in the house were the phone numbers next to the phone? Oh yeah, everyone that shit down. That, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, sorry, I, I just wanted to say I think this movie's biggest problem was its writing. I thought uh, a, a lot of the uh, like main actors did good. I feel like a lot of the kid actors did bad. I don't want to rag on kids too much, though. I mean, they're they're little kids, but like I thought the writing was super awkward. I mean, and I brought it up a couple of times where like I mean, like, even you guys brought it up. Like any time that girl's acting felt bad, I feel like it was because it was just written bad. She was delivering it great. I mean, and there was that part where she pulls out like a wooden 
Jesus fish and prays in front of it. Like nobody fucking does that. Uh, uh, there's a, uh, just a lot of awkward dialogue, uh, a lot of like just weird moments that feel like that they just weren't natural. See, I like that. I like that she pulls out multiple things because she doesn't know which one actually connects her to Jesus. So she has a- he kind of swears him off at one point and yeah. then like kind of like backtracks on it. I thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just a weird like, I don't know. I felt like it was extra. I felt like it was useless information. I it's, felt like there was a, some stuff in this that could like 13 minutes of this movie could have just gone out and it would have been fine. You know, see, I feel the opposite. I feel like it's a tight movie, but somebody said it's edited weird. Who said that earlier, David? Oh, it was my, my issues were with uh, the scene of him. Um, the whole scene of the, the window thing where it just felt like you set something up and you really didn't explain it later. And, and right. also I, I felt like there was, it felt like Ethan Hawke gave that kid way too much time alone. Like yeah. the kid was doing a lot of shit down. Well, there he had a brother that was high on coke. He had to take care of. Plus, he had to <laughs> he has, he has gigs, dude. He's, he's yeah, like, he got gig. He got he got a really good gig salad gig. Where, uh, hush, he was getting hush, man. exposure. Art, you know, hey, look, he's all art's all about the journey, guys, not the destination. So, like. He's already got Finn. He's got to work on the next kill. So he's like, he's doing, he's doing recon. He's waiting for the kid to become naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> his, his docket is full. His docket I, wanted is full. To say, I wanted to say one more thing about the awkward writing. The names in this movie, like the grabber and naughty boy. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like it, it. it felt like this was like written by babies, like like four <laughs> babies. You know, the grabber. They want to play naughty boy. I'm a baby like, then. I love that name. I thought it was epic. Yeah, dude. I, I thought that the, the I don't know. when you compare name, it maybe. when you compare it to actual serial killer names that were given to them by the media. I mean, it's just so. Name yeah, one it, that's even better than yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, the Night Stalker, uh, Zodiac that's Killer, whatever. fucking Richard awesome. Yeah, yeah. Night Stalker's Zodiac badass. Killer. Zodiac Killer's Austin really good. Strangler. The Grabber yeah. was the real killer. You can just look up the Grabber. That was the real killer. Well, well, if you know, it takes place in Denver, right? Yeah, sure. And what are they? What are they? And like they say, like if you molest kids, you you diddle. So they should have called them the Denver Diddler. Much more the Denver Denver. Guys, we, we have we have come to the, we need to rewrite this movie. More <laughs> Denver, Denver, more raping, and it's the Denver <laughs> Diddler. Not enough raping, not enough gore. Yeah, we yeah. need more gore. I'm not, I'm, and I'm not saying I'm pro-racism. I'm just saying if we're gonna be you know true to the time authentic. period, if we're gonna be authentic, it needs to be we authentic. Need, Quentin Tarantino, Tarantino is writing it. Yeah, Tarantino's writing it again. When he's playing Leonardo the Denver Diddler, and then Samuel L. Jackson is the cop. Samuel Jackson's yeah. the cop. All right, guys. I think we pretty much talked it out. Raph, did you have one more thing well, you want to say? Oh, it was just about the editing. I hated the editing in the beginning <laughs> where they were doing the steel shot, or there was a lot of shots there, and then uh, where it was just going from shot to shot. It actually gave me a headache. And then uh, when he goes into the basement, there was a lot of zooming in and zooming out. It was overplayed. I didn't like the editing either. Oh, I loved it. All right. Uh, <laughs> maybe top 15, top 20 masks in a horror movie. Like, take out, yeah, for sure. take out, like, you know, leather face, take out ghost face, you know. I mean, dude, that mask fucking ruled. For yeah, sure. I, I think this guy, uh, the, the diddler, uh, <laughs> I think he's going to go down for that design. It's, plus, like I said, it's Tom Savini. Uh, I think it's going to go down in history as one of the greatest uh, 
mask in movie history. It's so, iconic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's very good. I yeah. mean, you look at that, the, like the poster sells it, the movie yeah. alone. You can see the poster hopefully right now if I'm sharing screen, which I think I am. And it's just so freaking good. You know what I mean? Yep. But um, yeah, yeah uh, recommend. Do we recommend it? Joey, do you recommend the movie? Uh, Yeah, I recommend it. Sure. I don't Lucky. mind it. Miles, do you recommend it? Yeah, dude, definitely. Ethan Hawke's performance alone is worth seeing it. Agreed. Jay, how about you? Do you recommend it? I recommend it. I do not think it's the instant classic that you do. I think it is a little bit by the numbers. And again, it's very formulaic to what Scott Arson does. I thought Insidious and Insidious 2, that's where he let, that's, I think those movies is where it became unique. And like, again, I think this one just kind of falls kind of in that same cinematic universe. I think it's, it's fun. I think it's a fun little, 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 little ride. Little jaunt. Mm-hmm. That's, that's I got it like 6.5 out of 10 I don't know. David do you recommend it fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> Alex do you recommend it you know I spent this entire time shitting on it and I would still absolutely <laughs> recommend this movie <laughs> I think this is a I think this is a fun movie to get drunk to and yell at with your friends if this movie is, for, is free to watch and you've got a bunch of friends and you want to have a good time yelling at a bad movie this is a good one to do. It sucks. It's Dude, got a bunch of friends that are probably not listening to this podcast. <laughs> probably. I say, if you have watched this with David and we get drunk, he's just going to scream more rape. <laughs> um, this needs more child rape, damn it. More rape. Uh, Raph, do you I mean, recommend it? So um, when the beaner came out with the bandana. <laughs> <laughs> The first thing my girlfriend said was, damn, that looks gay. And I got so upset because when I was 13 years old, that's all I would fucking wear. Yeah. So I got a little tear there. No, I would not recommend this movie. It was not good at all. Oh, that's hilarious. Ooh. I do. I highly recommend it. I put this in the top five for this year. Of no, no, you do that a lot. Um, Quit doing that. No, no, I liked it a lot. I thought it was wow. I, can yeah, stop doing as, that. I can be quoted as saying that I think this was going to be as big as a sixth sense. And I still, I stand by that. I think it's going to be along the uh, same. Well, it needs to make about five. It, yeah. yeah. It needs to make about 500 more million dollars. <laughs> not adjusting. Yeah. Not, not. Not adjusting the inflation to even come close, so I will humbly yeah. disagree. But Ducky Another has seen it again three times this weekend, right? so you know he'll get there. God damn, <laughs> you're not wrong about that, Jay. Six hundred and seventy-two point eight million for the six cents. Yeah. Jesus, yep. in nineteen ninety-nine dollars. That's damn. a billion-dollar movie today. That was back when you billion-dollar movie for forty-five cents. And that one did confuse the fuck out of you till the end. Oh, you like yeah, the six absolutely. cents better? Yeah, I 100 percent personally like. The yeah, six dude, six cents. Yeah. How have we not done the fucking close. six cents? It, that should be in the top five. We'll get there. All right, guys. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's just Duck jumping in here real quick to say thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. If you're enjoying it, head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And just so you know, the next section of the podcast will be clips from the movie, so you can find replays of the live video stream at twitch.tv backslash We Are Podcast Network and youtube.com backslash We Are Podcast Network. Once again, all links can be found in the description. Come check out our live stream every 
every Monday at 8 p.m. And for a full list of future films, check out our social media. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast. And with that, back to the horror cast. Let's get the clips. <laughs> Arm awesome. is mint. Dude, man, your oh. arm is mint. So that Asian guy's like that. 20 years. <laughs> right. Is this love? <laughs> the arm is mint I hate so much because that's a New York term. Like mint is like an East Coast thing and they're in Denver and this kid has said it like 10 fucking times. I don't, and he's obviously don't... from San Francisco. So, of course, it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, because he's Asian because all <laughs> Asians are from San Francisco in the 1970s. Well, yeah, that's how they built the railroad, Jay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. The fuck. <laughs> Do your own research, bro. Everything the movie <laughs> Racism <laughs> check. Hey, hey, I think I think we're turning into the bad news bears. <laughs> <laughs> bad oh my God. Trip. this is what i felt so bad for miles oh. i was like he's got to be freaking out uh. hey jay what did that hey uh jay what did that intro remind you of what tv show that we both fucking love walking dead yellow jackets uh, yellow jackets oh, but raps right the walking dead did do it first it yeah. does like yellow jackets Fucking Yellow Jacks is awesome. That's one of the best, did best recommendations, the, Jay. Did you notice, though, there was one common motif throughout this entire movie, and it was the back, backbone of the soundtrack. That would be Pink Floyd's The Wall, or no, uh, Dark Side of the Moon track two. I didn't and they actually that. played at the end of the movie. But what they do is they actually take the, that, add it to the soundtrack, they, and they play it oh, backwards, yeah. and they reverse it, they slow it down. The That's entire cool. movie soundtrack is made entirely of Pink Floyd uh uh, Dark Side of the Moon track too. That's, That's awesome! Wow, wish they hadn't. Oh, jeez, <laughs> give it up. <laughs> Moose get Moose gets his goose cooked. I guess. So this kid Moose is from I'm the Righteous out. Gemstones, man. Fucking I fucking nailed. love that Dude, show. Dude, that show is amazing. Oh yeah. And, he said, and then that Beaner's fucking Bruce Lee. Unless you're scared. Isn't he Danny McBride? Ooh. That's Danny McBride as a kid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, do it. Gotta give him a show, man. Fucks this show kid the up. fucking blood. I like how Everybody just, like, their ass kicked in this movie. And everybody's so just, like, grabbing about it. They're like, yeah, right. kill that little fucker. That's how they work. That. I mean, that's how kids are, man. They love At that shit. At some point, these kids deserve to be kidnapped. Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> Like, they were all murdered assholes. on the schoolyard. Denver Diddler was trying to do a service because that kid was clearly going to grow up to be a vagrant. He was, he was going to be. Oh, the good old days. Not fooling anyone, Noid. Doing in our bathroom. Shut the fuck up, Carrot Top. See the sign? It says Joe Hill. See, you would fight back. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Yeah, I'm about to start shitting. None of these guys are bullies. Nope. None of these three are bullies. Nope. These no, are. Open, they all look like open micers. <laughs> Except these guys have more original material. Oh, <laughs> Jay for the win. Oh. Dipshits. Move. <laughs> this kid is the worst actor. You know, just keep it on, keep it on. Uh, I really thought he deserves Wait. an Oscar. <laughs> is this is the only part you like again. in this movie, yeah. right? 
I fuck you. I fuck Wait, you. no. Wait, <laughs> 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 Hey, real quick, real quick. Did anyone catch a little Atreyu vibes from this game? Yes, yeah, Atreyu. Yes, yeah. never ending story. Totally, man. Where's that fucking Except in this one. At? Except in this one, he's Artex. Yep. Because he goes into the darkness and never comes back. Now. <laughs> black balloon. We also found one black balloon at the scene of oh. Mr. Stax's abduction. And we never released those details. So. so the question is, where did you hear about the balloons? Fucking cops being cops, interviewing kids without their parents. Dude, okay, thank you, Roth. That's a, that's what Lindsay said. She was like, uh, that's against the law. And they're doing it in front of a principal. Like, yeah, you can't interview kids without their parents. They probably threaten her. Telling us, Gwen. Either there's a leak in the department, or, or what? I'm the grabber. No. You think I kidnapped Vance Hopper last spring? Is that it? Vance got held back twice. I've seen him fight, and trust me, he could kick the shit out of either of you. I Gwen. hate this. When? Oh hell no! Yeah, I took him down because obviously I'm the grabber. You dumb fucking fart knocker. Go get him! Look at me, I'm fucking twenty-five-year-old. We yeah. love a queen. We stand. I, think, I, I think the little Princess Leia girl in the new Obi-Wan Kenobi series like took her acting from that scene right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> As I was saying, the acting's kind of all over the place. <laughs> Fuck That's a new groceries. trend of that notice. Oh, oh, oh Jesus. Perfect. You need some help? Hans <laughs> Mole Man. <laughs> Would you hand me my hat? But why is his face whited out like that? It's got to be a Michael Jackson. Wow. Right? Also, why, no, why does... Why does Finney get closer to the van when he recognizes the black balloon? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, again, at that moment, you're like, so the movie can happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the story can move forward. It's in the script. Get in there! Get in there! Why would he just let all these balloons go? Because he's literally just releasing like evidence into the like yeah. that they could yeah. like do a radius of where these things land and be like, oh, he clearly That's lives somewhere what I'm here. Saying. You could like spot this guy like a mile away. The I mean, the black band, the black top hat, the black balloons, the fucking weirdo that lives alone in two no, different bro, houses. Alex, Dude. everyone knows that killers and serial predators use white vans, not black vans. <laughs> oh, I would have liked to see Plus like. It's just, it says magician on the side, so he was. They were like, "Oh God, it can't be him." Can't be. I want to see the mouth. version of this movie where uh, he is not actually a creep, and that he just—it's like satanic panic shit. And he's like, "Dude, I just like the color black," and everybody's yeah. like, "No, you <laughs> that would have been a better fucking movie." Yeah, and, he, and all he does movie, and and what he does, he actually kidnaps kids to get them away from their abusive homes. Yes, yes. yes. The movie has been rewritten and is now better. And then he said, oh, it's a China for six, six flavored Lahona. I was angry. Oh, you're scared. But I'm not going to hurt you anymore. What I said about snapping your neck. I didn't like his acting either. I was angry, so. Oh, you crazy. I thought that was, I thought his acting was the best. On my arm. Like, I think it's why funny did... that he says, I think it's uh, funny that he says, I'm not going to snap your neck because that's what happens to him at the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, Raph, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Raph, you're going to start fucking yeah. during these movies when you're watching them again because you used to be a lot more positive about you're these right things. About this. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Now we're even. Oh, so creepy. You don't have to be scared. 
because nothing bad is going to happen here. Why would he let him keep that pen? And that I give my. I don't think he noticed he had it. He got stabbed. Yeah, he got stabbed, but I think he dropped it. I think Benny kept it secret that he had it the whole time. No the shit. The magician was impressed that he made the knife disappear. <laughs> like, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> it doesn't work. You're a magician too. <laughs> Not since Part of the alliance. Hang it up. If you try to touch me, I'll scratch your face. And whoever's coming will see. This an is escort. a sick moment. This face. This face. Uh, so you awesome. think he's learned over the time of kidnapping kids he has to have that mask, or do you think he's always worn that mask? You let, killers learn. You always mask, learn dude. from the kills you do. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yep. Yeah, it does look old too. <laughs> Miles. <laughs> Hang up the phone now. I was down here once when it rang. <laughs> Creepiest damn thing. <laughs> I think it's static electricity that does it. It went off us right next to it. I picked it up without thinking to see if anyone was there. Oh. Was there? No. Mm. Phone rings. <laughs> that fucking got me, man. That was so good. The first time a ghost appears is a good jump scare, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, great. it got me both yeah. times. That was great, dude. It would have been more realistic if it was a Nokia ringtone. <laughs> 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 what is that? Why not? It's the first mute First thing you lose when? In purgatory or what? You don't learn your ability to be ambiguous mind. about fucking conversation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's gay. The paper this, boy. this whole movie would have been a great AT&T commercial. Just about dropping the <laughs> Yeah. You don't lose service even when you cut the cord. <laughs> Here it is. Don't go upstairs. But Why then not? he goes up the stairs. I hate it. I did hate that part too. I'll be honest. Yeah. All right, I'm trying to get you. Come back around. <laughs> Here it is. Who are you? Oh yeah. Move. I don't remember. Nah, Boom. that one did it. The one that got me was the girl upside down. Mm. Yeah. I think it's the girl. The pink floor. Oh. You can hear it in the background. Oh yeah, there it is. That's fucking awesome, man. And like I said, the entire concept is made up of that, so I thought that was pretty cool. They can that, that, that whining. Yeah. All of us could have made that, right? <laughs> Not me. Um, Mom's visions. Well, what if they, you know, they're. Huh? Raph, I'm telling you, is that you, bro? <laughs> wow. He was in Lucifer. He's a great actor, dude. Well, he he means, uh, I think he's in Lost. Smart. I don't know. If, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah didn't he play uh, Faraday? Yeah, also, Faraday uh, Cage and all that stuff. Got creepy eyes. She saw things and she heard things and she just. Oh, and the reason I don't know if I mentioned that he has to do the 180 is because the cops are watching him. Oh, yeah. That That's why. Meant something and eventually. They told him to do things. 
sleepy villain. I just like this. I just like. Oh, it's the same background as you got, Joey. Dad. Uh, he's waiting for him to be naughty boy. <laughs> oh, the flannel is sick though. All I could think of just cut cold. That's all I could think about. He's waiting for his to get down being fucked. We all float down here. That one right there. I was like, fuck, run. <laughs> you would have been out of there? Yeah. That's a girl. You would have found a way out of the window. You would have been like, fuck this. When ran over, jumped on the body that was floating, jumped out the window. <laughs> Mario, Mario, the jump fish. <laughs> uh, it was a longer scene than I remember. Yeah, well, I cut it down too. Got you. And I will gut you like a pig right here in the street, and strangle you with your own intestines. Mm. <laughs> Nighty night, naughty boy. <laughs> naughty boy. I hated what? that line. The not Kiss me. Yeah. Yeah. Kiss me, fat boy. <laughs> Awkward writing. Jesus, what the fuck? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Best line of the whole movie. That yeah. was me when my friend was dead. What the oh, fuck? <laughs> Pinball Vance. Trust me, Finny Blake. If you knew what you had coming, you'd be fucking terrified. Today's the day, motherfucker. <laughs> I'd be pissed too. Motherfucker! I actually liked this character. I, th I thought this kid was cool. You need a whole like yeah. pinball yeah. Vance prequel movie, man. Oh my god! Oh, for Hey! Come here, yeah. kid! understand why he got blown away for flipping him off. Because he looked cool, Duck. I did look cool. Here's what I think. I think his death was probably the most violent. Like, because I think, like, for because sure. he's so aggressive, like, Ethan Hawke had to really just fucking, you know, go above and beyond. Yeah, he even says, he goes, I fucked up that wall pretty good. And it took him forever to fix it. No man left behind, evidently. <laughs> Right, that crying hey, is bad. Don't cry. I'm not. I'm not. Yes, you are. Oh, big boy! Yeah, you are, Jean. pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Jean. Christ. I'm with you. I've been with you this whole time. That's creepy. You have? Gay. <laughs> I watched you. My dad didn't leave his buddies behind when he went to Nam. That's a lie, because he's a Mexican. <laughs> his dad left him, his mom was telling him he was at Nam. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You raise the phone. Take a fast step back. Step forward. Step back. Swing. So Kaibel. Spooky. And he never did that movement. <laughs> like anyone? No. Somebody left their dead kids all over the road. <laughs> <laughs> can, someone, can someone pick up all their dead kids? I'm sick of this. Hey, you want to know the story about how I found you, man? Yeah. 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 Don't, don't worry about it. We can talk about this. What? Yeah. Uh, 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 u
Yeah. <laughs> That's the sequel I want to see. Bring it on. <laughs> Come along, Scott. Oh, 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 so good. Oh, so good. So good. No, not the mask. Don't get the mask <laughs> I do love that he killed him with the cord. Yes, up. I guess he there goes. He broke his there's neck. Your, he should have point. choked him to death with the cord. That's a great line. I think That's it's a great so line. corny. But the, there's your point to the whole window scene: is the grate is what broke his ankle. Gotcha. But, but he didn't see it. Like Ethan Hawke, when he went back in there, he didn't see the window crate was. Yeah, that's that's the issue I had. Is that he wasn't very good. He wasn't a very good captor. He wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought I thought the phone thing right. This was necessary to kill him like that, so we could hear the kids on the other end. So if he would have decapitated him, then I would have loved it. (laughs) Would have bought back the entire movie for you. With the blood squirt from uh, sadness, just shoots up. (laughs) (laughs) And then fuck him in the eye. Oh God! <laughs> I think there is a sadness act you can do as you can add that to the movies. Yeah. They should have done like a they should have done like a big group high five with all the ghost kids in there. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of my main. I told Miles that's the end of the movie. movie. That's the end of the movie. It's just that still scene. And then like they, they jump up and high five and it freezes. Yeah, that's it. My one major issue is when he's walking upstairs that you don't see all the ghost kids behind him. I, that bothered me. I thought that would have been better. As like a Star walked. Wars, yeah. like a Star Wars ending, like Yoda and yeah. Obi Wan. Yeah, <laughs> they all give him an, an approving nod. Don't worry. When the director goes back and remakes these in a few years, they'll just digitally add all that shit in. Yeah, mm-hmm. and take out the guns. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this is the most important important question. Why is this teacher peeing in the corner? Huh? What is he doing what there? The oh, fuck? I never saw that. You see this? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Was he a ghost? Why is he peeing in the corner? What is he doing? Why? The only maybe thing he could be talking, possibly doing is... It's, it's a doorway. He might be talking to someone. He's got that cat. Yeah, yeah, his leg is crossed. Uh, I, I, never, I never pee with my legs crossed like that, but I'm not... That's, <laughs> that's the only way I can pee. No, there's no doorway. No, it's a wall. <laughs> it's weird. The only thing is, there. I was thinking he has to be by like a water fountain, right? But no, it's a door. There's no door it's there. A glory hole. It's, a it's the opposite way. Look at this one. The white uh, tile on this one. It's on that side too. So you you're not seeing the door. Go a little bit further. There's no door there. Right? Nope, no, it's a glory hole. Yeah, I, I see the <laughs> door. I see the. Yeah. I see the the doorway. I it's see what he's door. talking about. You know, the, you know this is in the. You know this One was in the seventies. Was like I carved out a glory hole in the wall. There's a glory hole carved out with a All right, guys, that was the black phone. So let's do some recommendations. I figured we'd recommend some stuff that is done by other famous authors' children or offspring. Okay. So th- my first recommendation will be World War Z. Uh, Max Brooks, son of Albert Boo. Brooks. Um, yeah, I like no, that's, he's not, uh, yeah, he's not the he's not the son of Albert. He's the son of uh, Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks, thank you. I apologize, Mel Brooks. Uh, yeah, this movie isn't great, especially in the third act. But there's some really cool stuff done in it. Uh, definitely the walls and walls. That was pretty sweet. The walls and walls of zombies and horde mentality of climbing on top of each other. Uh, the video game's interesting to play if you've never played it. It's uh, you can get it sometimes free on Epic. 
Um, but yeah, I think it's an all right movie to check out. Is it a horror movie? I don't know, but it's a horror yeah, it movie. Is. So yeah, it's one... zombies, Doug. God, that's like uh, your favorite question. Is this a horror movie? Yes, it's a fucking horror movie. It's only like <laughs> thirteen. Sorry, everybody. I'm like Raph. I need to be that hard R. Uh, next one will be Mama <laughs> Dead Save the World. Easy, easy, bro. Definitely not a horror movie, but an amazing film. If you've never seen it, wow, what a fun time. Uh, written by Chris Matheson, son of Robert Matheson. Uh, yes, this movie. Has anyone seen it? Jay, I know you've seen it. Yes. Yeah, Joey, you've seen it. Are you guys fans? Yes, I, I lived in the nineties. Yeah, John I, loved I, it. I did too, but hysterical. missed this one. You've missed this, this one. Was a, oh. I, this was the this was the ultimate two two piece. You'd watch this and stay tuned back to back. I love I was literally gonna say this reminds me of Stay Tuned, and I love Stay Tuned, but yeah. like this is where you take acid, Miles. This is the movie that <laughs> except for yeah. the fact it stars a pedophile. Oh yeah, yeah you kind of got to look past that. Wait, who? Beetlejuice, the, the the father, Jeffrey Jones. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, huge. Yeah. Like, I thought you meant John Lithgow, yeah. and I was like, what? I've never heard that. <laughs> John, John Lovitz. Yeah, John yeah, Lovitz yeah. This... yeah, wrong one. But yeah, John yeah. Wrong, John. wrong John. Wrong oh, John. I know them all so well. You know, wrong John Silvers. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, for me. <laughs> you get a chance. This is nineties. Fucking. Is, ter- is that Terry Gar? Dude, yep. it's got everyone in it. Wow. Everyone's in this movie. It's got the kid so from Slutcher Shorts movie. in it. Um, yeah, it's got everyone in it. Right, so, it's got Butnick? Butnick, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so do you guys have any recommendations? I, got, uh, uh, I, I went with the mask theme because I was okay. obsessed with the mask, but I didn't want to go Jason. I didn't want to go any of the uh, some of the underrated ones. I mean, Peach Fuzz and Creep. So I recommend Creep with Mark Duplass. Love Creep. Uh, if you haven't seen that, that's very solid. And that werewolf Peach Fuzz mask is terrifying. And uh, the strangers, because those are fucking awesome. Oh, masks. so good. Yeah. yeah. So I went yeah, with the no. mask thing. So those are my two. Anyone else got anything under the mask? Um, thing? I'm gonna go with the uh, the kids disappearing in balloons and go with the remake of it. Mm. Yeah. I know the first part is pretty good. I never watched the second part. Yeah. So I did not like really? the part. Love really? the first part. You never finished it? Never finished it. The first one. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. I like the first one better, but I think they're both watch very, very watchable and kind of need to be watched together. Yeah. Well, uh, absolutely. Going with the kidnapping theme, I was I want to say uh, Clockwork Orange. Hell yeah! One of my favorite romantic comedies. Also, (laughs) keeping the rape theme going. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I guess uh, going with serial killers, a much better movie about a serial killer uh, would be Maniac, the original Maniac, not the remake. You don't like the remake? I mean, I mean, uh, I believe. uh, No, I mean, like the remake is okay. It's watchable. It's fine. The remake is almost more like like an art house film. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the original is like. Like, like uh, it's like up everyone's so alley. Grindhouse, I mean, it's man. Blood, it's so, yeah. Guts. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it just it's it's got so many good kills. It, it's Tom a Savini. Tom Savini yep. doing the now who the director was the same guy that starred in it. Uh, uh no, I can't remember his no, name. No, you're wrong. Nope, not true. What is it? <laughs> uh, no, the director was different than the guy who started it. I just looked it up like a week or so ago. Jo- Joseph yeah. Spino is it? Joe Joe Spino. Yeah, it's the guy. Yeah, because it's the guy who did uh, Maniac Cop directed it. So Joe Spino, oh, okay. he he did the screenplay and story by, but he didn't direct it. William. Oh, Lustig okay, gotcha. Came off the guy from the Maniac Cop and all those bad boys. Gotcha, I think I'm right. Gotcha. I think I'm right. And, I, and he did Uncle Sam. <laughs> the Uncle Sam. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. Maniac Cop gotta, two and three. I gotta recommend. Um, this movie came out in 2018. Uh, it's very much uh, a sign of the times. It's uh, you know it revolves around uh, around kids and whatnot. It's a phenomenal phenomenal movie. I think it's still on Shutter. It's called Summer of '84. It's oh, a really I love good movie. that movie. Mm-hmm. It's very better. much in this same vein. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely. Yeah. It's to me. I, to me, it's better than the Black Phone. But yeah. you know, teach their own. Watch it and and decide for yourself. Summer of '84. I've wanted good one to, to see that. This, I've uh, really wanted. I, 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 honestly, yeah, I've wanted to see that. I've, I've always missed it somehow. Dave, yeah. I'd love to watch it with you sometime. You want? Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. I'm uh, fucking down for that. I got one in the like staying with like the uh, child abduction specifically. This movie is really divisive. Like some people really love it, some people really hate, hate it. It's called Megan is Missing. Uh, oh my god! Super fucked up. Way way more fucked up than this movie. Uh, and it's found footage, which is obviously some people's oh, wow. not their cut of t- cup of tea. That is a slow fucking burn. <laughs> it is a very slow burn. But when it when it does great ramp up, oh my great god! Yeah, great payoff. It, it sticks with you. Right on. All right, guys. Well, that's um, where they can find you. David, let's start with you. Where can they find you on the internet? Shows coming up. Um, I will be on a show with Miles. Thanks for putting me on the show, buddy. I got a couple of friends coming out already. August 4th at DCC. Is that correct? At eight, yeah, o'clock. Dude, 8 o'clock. Um, and then if you want, go over to Curiosities over by White Rock Lake and check out my creepy art. Or on Facebook, you can see my stop motion movies at Stop Motion Nightmares. That new one was awesome, too. So definitely go Thanks. check those out. Thanks, man. Joey, where can they find you? You got any upcoming shows? Uh, as you can see by my name, Joey Quits Comedy is the social media. That's Twitter, Instagram. Uh, the ones I'm excited, I got a lot of shows coming up. The ones I'm excited about uh, for the nerds out there, I got a Marvel show at the Red Rooms and Hyenas. Red Room and Hyenas. Hell yeah. uh, the comics dress up as a Marvel character. You do material based off of that. Uh, who, who are you going to be, dude? Me, well, yeah, I'm going to be Gambit. So that's August 14th. Oh, badass. Anybody want to poke away? I'm going to go with the angle of him being a gambling addict. So uh, that'll be fun. Then uh, I got Basement Manifesto, which is my live podcast in the Red Room, uh, August 26th. And then I'll be at the Addison Improv. If you didn't get your fill of rape and racism like you guys wanted (laughs) from the movie, it's a dirty show. That's It's the dirty show at Addison Improv. So it's uh, September 17th. So Joey puts comedy. I'll be posting. Dirty at 1130. Very nice. Raph, where can they find you? It's the baby strangulation that I was missing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, R-F-L-S-O-N on YouTube. Right on. Uh, Alex, you got anything you want to pimp? Yeah, follow me at Action Bastard Reviews on Instagram. Uh, I'm working on a review right now, so hopefully I should have that up in like a week or so. Right on. And then Miles, where can they find you? You got shows coming up? Uh, yeah, I've got a show coming up. The one David mentioned next Thursday at DCC or Dallas Comedy Club. I also have uh, the Improv next Wednesday at uh, Addison there. Uh, and then a clean comedy show on the 10th. So y'all can officially like boot me off of the podcast at that point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you can follow me everywhere at Mr. Most Days Off. In the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I also have a podcast. It's uh, I'm really good at promoting it. Uh, it's a Simpsons, <laughs> a Simpsons podcast called Best Darn Diddly, uh, and that's D-I-D-D-L-Y. 
Right on. And you can find us at wearepodcast.podbean.com where you can find all the podcasts. Check out our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at backslash We Are Podcast Network. And you can find us every Monday for Camp Slash Horrorcast where we talk horror movies from the past live at 8 p.m. Central, uh, live on Twitch, except for next Monday because next Monday is First Monday, which, Jay, are you managing that this Monday? I am hosting it. We do not call it managing, we call it hosting. <laughs> With the most, uh, making my triumphant return after three months, we're gonna nice. have a good time, and Duck's and Duck's gonna be there whether he likes it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, my job relies on it, so I just got. So far, <laughs> so far, this one has the highest pre-sales. Uh, as of two weeks out, we have forty tables already. Received. Dude, fucking, it's fucking people love Whoa. it, man. People absolutely love Once it. Once a month, Fantastic. man. We ain't, we're never changing that, man. Once a yeah. month, that's the way that's to smart. go. Very Jesus smart. Christ. Uh, we might do a midnight movie. We're going to discuss this. We'll find out more. But other than that, thank you so much for watching. Keep horror in your heart. Keep it there. Thank you guys all for being here. We appreciate it. And with that said, I'm going to cut the feed. But I remember how to. Bye. Bye, everybody. And there it is. Thank you again so much for checking out the podcast today. If you enjoyed it, head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And sings, this is Camp Slash Horrorcast. If you want to check us out live, we will be on Twitch and YouTube every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Time. You can find us at twitch.tv backslash We Are Podcast Network and youtube.com backslash We Are Podcast Network. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, you're going to love the other podcasts here on the We Are Podcast Network. We have We Are Air, where we talk movies, entertainment, whatever the fuck we want to talk about. That's me, that's Jake, and that's Javi. We're breaking down that pop culture, and we're having so much fun. And don't forget to check out We Are Bagoo, a video game podcast, where we talk Atari to Steam and everything in between. That's me and Dr. Ethan Eastwood breaking down all that video game lore. Heroes, Jeros, a Dungeons and Distractions side quest. Me and the boys were playing some D&D. You can start that one from Season 1, Episode 1. It's a blast the whole way through. And I hate being sober. Personal stories from epic people. I sit down with some of my favorite people of all time. We talk about their trials, their tribulations, and their journey this far. Also, check the links in the description for our social media. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast network. With that said, hopefully we see you in the live stream.